You are listening to listener-supported Elisha Space Podcast, where we discuss mental health awareness issues and faith. Do you often feel like your things are everywhere in stacks, piles, or disarray, and it's overwhelming to even figure out what to keep and what to let go of? This is common for many who struggle with depression and anxiety. Our special guest today, Theo Proya, is the owner of J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling in Elkridge, Maryland. He is here today to give us tips and advice on how we can better let go of our unneeded items. So let us get started. Thank you for contacting Elisha Space. We are so excited to have you guys here with us for another week. And today I have an amazing amazing good friend of mine. His name is Theo Priola, and he is from J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling from Howard County, um, Maryland. So Theo, I just want to take this time out to thank you so much for joining me. Yes, definitely. We're definitely excited to be here. You know, I just want to say thank you for having us here today. We definitely look forward to talking with you and getting some information out to all your listeners. Oh, I appreciate it so much. Um, I, the reason why I asked you to come in is because I work with um, a lot of individuals who are struggling with um, depression and anxiety, and it's not uncommon if you're dealing with some issues on the inside that it shows in your surroundings. And so a lot of times it's not uncommon for me to also talk to them about situations regarding maybe hoarding situations of where, like, you know, that show, I guess it's called hoarders and person goes in and you see the the house or whatever. And and people are like amazed. Well, there are people that really live like that. And it's so overwhelming for them. They don't know where to even begin when it comes to that. So what I typically tell them and what I suggest to you all is that you're going to want to, there's that phrase, how do you eat an elephant? Not that you would eat an elephant. None of us would, well, some would, but um, but you got to eat it one bite at a time, meaning you get to take one piece of it and deal with that one section that you can do. But after a while, it can become daunting because it's so much. And so there's nothing wrong with trying to get help for those kinds of things. And that's the reason why I asked Theo and I'll have other people who will come on who can offer support for those who are struggling, you know, particularly in that area of depression and, and anxiety and who are just having difficulty sometimes with letting go. Because if you have a hard time with just letting go in general, it shows in your environment as well, you know, that you have a hard time of letting go or if you're afraid if you have issues of abandonment, it's not uncommon to have that as well. So I invited Theo to come on so that he can kind of talk about what he does and he could potentially be a resource or a company like his could be a resource for you just to kind of see how he can help and support you. So I'm really glad you came on, Theo. And I was just wondering, how did you find yourself going into this arena? How did you get here? Well, you know, it, it's definitely actually an interesting story. Uh, right out of high school, I joined the Marine Corps 
and I was active duty in the Marines for eight years. And then I got out. I was doing government contracting. I ended up going back to Afghanistan again for a couple of rotations as a canine explosive detection handler. Stopped that, came back, and was doing more government contracting. But I was gone all the time, and I got two kids, and you know I was missing too much of them. Oh, I get that. So I started looking around for different jobs and different opportunities to give me a little bit more flexibility to spend more time with my kids and my wife. And, you know, I stumbled across an article for J-Dog Drunk Moving Hauling. It's a veteran-owned and operated company. And, you know, one phone call and I talked to them and I was, I felt like I was right at home. So I knew it was a company and then that set the ball rolling. And next thing you know, I was up and running. So we've been up and running in this location for a little over a year now. And the community has been overwhelmingly supportive of us and just constantly referring us to their friends. I mean, when we go to somebody's house, we treat that house with respect, integrity, and trust, just like it was our own home. And, you know, that's really what separates us from everybody else. We're going to treat it like your home. And we actually try to donate and repurpose as much stuff as we possibly can from, from every home. I think that is so important because... When somebody is dealing with depression, it becomes very difficult if they are feeling like their stuff is going to be thrown away. So you're not necessarily going to throw things away. You're going to see what you can repurpose when you do. Absolutely not. You know, uh, what we find, especially with, you know, some of our older clients, every item has a story Mm -hmm. that goes along with it, whether it's, you know, an old antique type table or you know even a smaller knickknack kind of thing that they really don't need but you know and it breaks their heart to throw it away but you know they're downsizing or moving and they just can't take it anymore we're going to do everything we can to find a new home for that item you know it gives our clients peace of mind that you know somebody else is going to be able to use this and benefit for them and we give that item away for free and, you know, that helps so many different families. You know, this area, you know, we yeah, try to donate to, nice. to veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to donate to people that have maybe just been hit with a hard time. And, you know, they're trying to get themselves reestablished. And the joys on the faces of the people that know that those items are going to somebody else. And then the people that are receiving those items, uh, they are just eternally grateful for that. It really helps change some people's lives to get reestablished. It takes into that account that somebody's junk is definitely somebody else's treasure, right? Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. So I think it makes such a difference. So if someone gives you a phone call and they say, you know, I'd like for this to get cleared up or whatever, how does that work? I mean, should they be organizing things a certain kind of way or? Well, not necessarily what we find is every situation is completely different it can you know somebody can give us a call and they can tell us they just have a few pieces of furniture you know they're too big too heavy they can't move them by themselves you know they can't fit them in their own vehicle so they really have no way of getting rid of them that's where you know they call us and you know we'll come in and all they have to do is point hmm. and it is that simple and we will have it out of that house and load it up in a timely manner as well because you know everybody's time is valuable And then, you know, there are situations where, you know, it is the hoarding situation where it can be extremely 
overwhelming for the client and they don't have any idea of where to start, how to get things done. And we can do it in so many different ways. Uh, for some people, getting rid of that stuff can bring on a lot of anxiety and stress seeing all of the stuff that they've collected, even if that stuff is trash, so to speak, to right. everybody yeah. else. But for whatever reason, those items are important to this person. So we can do room by room if needed. Little by little, we have no problem coming in. Maybe today, you know, we give the client, well, hey, we can start with this room. And, you know, we let them sit in there with us. And, you know, if we see anything that kind of like stands out that might be kind of important, we will show it to them. Like, hey, you know, we saw this, this caught our eye. Is this something you might want to keep? But at the same time, not every single item. They've called us for a reason. We want to get this stuff out. We don't want to be going every single item. It, otherwise, nothing will get accomplished. So we can usually get a couple hours of work before they start having overwhelming anxiety. But once we're gone, then they see, oh, wow, I can see the wall. I can see the floor. Mm -hmm. And they slowly start to see that space in their home having life again they can walk without tripping you know they're not ashamed to have people come over because now that sofa that no one should see for months years now people can see it they can sit on it again and doing it little by little as the process goes on typically the clients you know they get happier and happier about it they see immediately the instant results of that stuff being gone and it's important you know with hoarding situations it's it's important to have that stuff out, not even just for your, having your space back, but there are tons of health reasons. We have been to homes where there's been so much stuff as we pull out stuff, you know, you find all kinds of bugs living in there right. and bugs are making feces and then rodents are living in right. it and, you know, you're breathing that stuff. all of that feces and dirt in and, you know, it's bad for your health. We've seen it where mold, uh, black mold will start growing because something spilled and then all this paper got over it. And now you're breathing in these mold spores, which, you know, can damage your lungs and your health. And we've even seen it where there's been fungus growing uh, under under stuff. And it's it's just slowly, all of that stuff is just slowly killing your health and taking a toll on you. And it's killing the house, too. You know, it's, it's killing the house as well. You know, that wet, that mold, it's going to cost you thousands to get that repaired. You know, everybody moves eventually. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And whether it's just because you're downsizing or, you know, you pass away, somebody's going to have to take care of that. And, you know, if you have everything ready to go now, it's a lot easier on the children or the family members you left behind. It allows them to get through that process quicker. When you have a hoarder that passed away, you have already the family grieving for your loss. That's so true. But now it is going to take that family member even longer to get through this because now they're dealing with the burden of you being gone, but now they're dealing with the burden of trying to take care of this house and 
getting rid of all of this furniture, trash, garbage out of that house before they can even begin to put that on the market and find a new buyer for that home. So it's just, unfortunately, it has to get done and not for your, for your friends, not for your family, for yourself. Because we, as individuals, we all deserve a clean, healthy living space. And And not only that, it's okay. It is okay, especially at this day and age, to say, I need I agree. And a lot of times when I talk with people, they're so embarrassed by it, you know, and they think, you know, they're so embarrassed by it because it, it, it starts out really innocently, you know, and Mm -hmm. then it just grows, you know what I'm saying? Because you're just going to put one pile here or something there and then you leave it and then you're going to put something there on top of that, or you're going to put it some in a different place. And after a while, before you know it, the room is taken over literally and figuratively by all this stuff and you don't know what to do with it you know absolutely and then you know there's almost like that fine point of where we all tell ourselves you know with stuff all right i'm just gonna put it here Mm -hmm. i'll take care of it tomorrow but tomorrow keeps turning into tomorrow right (laughs) and it just gets to that point where it's so overwhelming that you don't know where to begin and like you said, you know, people get embarrassed there and then it just gets worse and worse. I know that you would agree with this because you see it. But to me, there's no shame in cleaning up mess because you're cleaning it up. Absolutely not. Right. <laughs> there's so many different things that you can compare it to. Even just looking at exercising, you know, when we find heavier set people, you know, they're going to the gym right. for the first time. And, you know, they feel embarrassed because they look around and, you know, there's people that are in shape and, you know, Maybe they're skinnier than them or, you know, be able to exercise better than them. But they don't need to be ashamed because they are starting and they are doing something about it. Exactly. And it's the same thing with with Junk Removal. Do not be ashamed for asking for help. If anything, applaud yourself because you realize that you needed to do something and you are no longer going to say tomorrow. Today is the day that we start this process and we get back our home, our life, our house. I think that's No one should ever feel ashamed or belittled or embarrassed about improving their situation. It is okay to fall down in life. And sometimes you need a hand to get back up. Of course. And that's what we come in. And I think, I think that's, I don't know of anybody who gets to a certain place without somebody helping them along the way. I don't know of anybody that makes it on their own. I think all of us can say, and no matter what walk of life you are, that at some point you've fallen down Mm -hmm. and somebody reached out a hand to help you. I would find it very hard to believe somebody said, I've never had a friend or family member reach out a hand to help me. Well, think about our kids too. Like our children (laughs) don't get to where they're going without their parents help and support in those situations exactly there's nobody that come a baby cannot feed themselves you know and so i believe that that's just being mm-hmm. human you know what i mean as far as that's concerned so i am i'm I, I i love that you're doing this and and that you have the business to do to do this with can you can you tell me about a client that you know do you have a story to share that you'd like to share with the audience well it's 
you know, it is this this one's definitely not that interesting, but it's definitely heartwarming. <laughs> right before Christmas, we got a call. We do a lot of stuff for commercial businesses as well. And we got a call and they said, Hey, can you come pick up some, some wooden pallets for us? Mm-hmm. We said, sure, no problem. We can be there, you know, in like an hour or so. Mm-hmm. And we showed, my team showed, and they give me a call. They say, hey, boss, this is not empty pallets. I'm like, what are you talking about here? This is six pallets of brand new merchandise, all like kids' activity books and everything like that. And I was just like, wow, that's amazing. Go ahead and bring it back to the warehouse. Mm -hmm. So we brought that back, unloaded it all, and opened up a few boxes to see really what it was. And it was stuff like those sand slime kits, activity books, pens, markers, uh, journals, all brand new, never open. And we started making calls to try to figure out what we can do with this. You know, a lot of companies, you know, they might just, okay, go to the landfill, dump it, next job. That's not what we do. We take that extra extra time and we ended up donating it all to Kennedy Krieger Children's Hospital right here in Baltimore and the retail value of the stuff was right about $80,000. That is amazing. Uh, And you know unfortunately with COVID you know we couldn't go and pass it out to the children right? but it was also extremely beneficial to them because of COVID they are only accepting brand new merchandise to make sure you know that there's no, I guess, germs on it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the last place you want to be bringing in germs is to the hospital in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the staff, mm-hmm. you know, was super stoked. And they were just telling us how this is going to impact all of the kids there for the holidays. So, I mean, that was definitely one of the, our favorite stories, you know, and it's a recent one. It's just we're able to help a lot of people. We've been able to give furniture that we've come from one home, and we work with a few women out of Baltimore that help relocate people from domestic violence situations, Mm -hmm. whether it's a woman, a man, children, whatever the situation is, to get out of that harmful situation. But a lot of times, you know, when somebody's fleeing one of those situations, they can't grab the furniture, the clothes, and stuff like that. All they care about is the safety of them, their kids. Right. And we have the ability to now donate furniture, clothes if we have it at the time, and it really helps change their life. So it's it's nice. We can help people get their space back in their homes, but then we try to double tap one more time to help more people on the backside. And I can't, I, I, I'm going to also kind of wrap around back to what we were discussing before too. Um, thank you for sharing those sorts of stories. We're awesome, especially the fact that in your service, you're also giving back. I mean, you and you're helping to bring order to people's lives. It's so important to have order because it really is a benefit to mental health when you come into a space or you come into a place and things are in its proper place. It really affects how you see things. It, it reflects how you see yourself as an individual. It affects your health, like what we discussed. So if someone is feeling kind of stuck, if they're feeling like, well, I'm not sure what to do first, what would you suggest they do? Would they just give you a phone call? and then- If anybody's stuck, uh, they can give us 
a phone call and we're more than happy to listen to what their situation is over the phone. Mm-hmm. We can go ahead and give some ideas right then and there or what we really prefer is we prefer to come do an on-site look around and then make a game plan with the client. Like I say, some situations are simple, some are a little more complex and it really allows us to kind of make that connection with the client to figure out what the best avenue is going to be for them. There's so many different options and really finding out what's going to work with them. But like the hoarders, you know, you know, all right, do you kind of want to do this one day? Wham, bam, Mm -hmm. rip the bandaid off (laughs) and let's go. Right. Or do we need to, you know, dip that bandaid in water and slowly pull it off? You know, everybody's different. And we can work with you. No situation have we come across that we haven't been able to find something for the client that worked for them. It sounds like you handle things similar to how I have to handle things in my practice when that you have to do it on a case-by-case basis. There is no cookie-cutter way. <laughs> you, you really you really do because you just never know what you're going to come across so with, with stuff and have people's homes. Yeah. Some stuff can just be light trash, you know. Some people stack car engines to the ceiling in their house. Right. Uh, you know, you just you really don't know what you're getting into until you can really get eyes on it and go from there. Okay. Well, if somebody wants to contact you, how can they reach you? You have a couple of different ways. They can go to jdogjunkremoval.com and basically they just type in their zip code. And it'll pop them up if they're around here, this area. Uh, it's going to come right to me. But, you know, if they're in a different part of the country or anything, it's going to take you to the closest J-Dog to them. Okay. And the, the nice thing is, is every J-Dog is veteran-owned. So even audience, by you giving them a phone call, you're doing a service for our veterans, which I think is wonderful. Yes. Mm-hmm. And every single J-Dog franchise is going to treat every single customer with respect, integrity, and trust. Well, Theo, this has just been a wonderful experience. Like, thank you so much for coming out and talking to others and letting the audience know that this could potentially be an option for them. And so if it's you or if it's a loved one, especially the situations with the COVID pandemic, unfortunately, depression and anxiety has just grown in, in yes. our country. And, um, and, we just need to, you know, there, there are some things we don't have control over, but this is something you can have control over. And, and speaking of COVID, you know, what we've seen in the last two years, you know, everyone's been stuck right. at home for different durations around the country. Um, but, you know, this is considered an essential service and being stuck at home, it's even that much more important Mm -hmm. to make sure you have a clean clutter-free area to to live in and when you're stuck at home and you know you've got people telling you hey you need to stay home as much as possible uh only go out for essentials you want that clutter-free clean home because you know while outside you run the risk of you know these potential viruses out there which is awful Mm -hmm. but it's just as bad to be in a home where there's potentially, like we said, those rodent feces, black yeah. mold. It's just 
it's harmful. So we really just need to make sure our home is a safe place for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank you for coming. And I really appreciate you taking out the time to talk about what you do and the letting the audience knows what they can do. Audience, you're looking for more information. You'll should see that in the descriptions um, on the podcast in the description. And please like, share, follow this podcast with anyone who you think it could help, especially, you know, if maybe somebody's just not sure about what to do. And Theo is right here in the Maryland, you know, in the Howard County, Maryland area. He is a personal friend of mine, and I encourage you guys to reach out to him. He doesn't just know what he's doing as a uh, business owner, but he also is a good person. I mean, I, I, I know him, and I wouldn't have people on the show that I don't have uh, somewhat of a personal relationship with. So I highly encourage you all to kind of check this out and start to move forward in getting help. And if you are needing counseling support, if you're finding you're needing further assistance, maybe you need assistance with how to create a plan of how to start taking steps to come out of situations that you may be dealing with that may be causing you some depression and anxiety, you can give me a phone call at 443-860-6870. And then you'll have my information there as well as the website. So I look forward to um, hearing your comments and um, about this and your feedback regarding the show. You guys have yourself a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Elisha's Space, where we discuss issues of mental health and faith. If you would like to connect with Theo at J-Dog Junk Removal, you can go to the website at www.jdogjunkremoval.com or call 844-GET-J-DOG. Not only will you be clearing and creating a healthier space for yourself, but you are also supporting the team of veterans and military families who will be hauling your things away. Like our show? Subscribe so you can be in the know of upcoming episodes. Now go, move forward in your healing journey.